Welcome to the Community Services Connection Podcast, an informative podcast for those who live, work, and play in our paradise. We're covering everything from recreation and pools, libraries and history, parks and natural resources, and the UF IFAS Extension Office of Charlotte County. This morning on the Community Services Connection Podcast, we have Michelle Long. She is a park supervisor here in Charlotte County. Good morning, Michelle. Good morning, Brianna. You have been extremely busy out in the parks ever since Hurricane Ian. So today I just wanted to touch base with you and see what is going on. What have you been up to? What's your team working on? But first... Tell everybody a little bit about yourself. How long have you been with the county? I've been with the county for 10 years. I started off as a maintenance worker, um, progressed to a maintenance coordinator, and now I am park supervisor. And so what is your day-to-day when we're not cleaning up from Hurricane Ian? Tell us a little bit about what you do. Well, I'm tasked with uh, administrative duties, of course, and managing my team, Um We actually oversee approximately 60 park properties throughout the county. Um, So that's maintenance, cleaning, making sure that it's safe, minor repairs, um, pretty much you name it. We're we're kind of jack of all trades. Wow. So you're busy. We are busy. And now even busier after Hurricane Ian. So what has your team been doing since Hurricane Ian? I know you were some of the first people out in the parks to assess the damage and clean up along with our recreation and library crews. Yes, yes, we were. So after the initial uh, cleanup was was done, the major thing. So now after the storm, it still was all boots on the ground. We had to take a lot of pictures, not only for our records, but to show vendors as they needed it, but especially for the FEMA documentation of, of damage. Right now, we're still continuing to do smaller cleanup from smaller debris. We have the chipper out on site. We're filling holes from stumps that have been removed. And there's also still a lot of other debris that had been flying around. We're still collecting that out of the bushes and the fringes and bits and pieces of metal and glass. We are busy. That's a lot. How did you even know where to start, especially with you know, our library team helping and our recreation team, those are two teams that typically don't go out and maintain parks. So how did you manage all of that? Well, there was a lot of planning. And of course, it certainly wasn't me doing all all planning. It was a supervisory effort. And of course, my supervisors, we, they got together, we did the initial assessment of the damage. And of course, like I said, lots of pictures. Uh, We had to plan and schedule for equipment that we needed. And, and plan for qualified personnel to run that equipment, whether it was um, machinery or chainsaws. And then we scheduled the support staff. A lot of the support staff was the library, rec crews, and ball fields and parks maintenance crews. We tried to prioritize what parks we could open, what parks had certain amount of damage, whether it was little or small, to prioritize that. And we tried to plan to open the amenities in stages so that everyone could have access to something in their area for them to get out and about. Yeah, it seems like your team has done a really good job at giving everybody a little bit of something no matter where they are in the county. So parks have opened, amenities have reopened, rec centers, most rec centers have reopened, a couple of pools reopened, and fairly quickly, I would say, after the hurricane had hit. So what are some of the examples of damage that you've seen out there? Well, of course, the most obvious is the trees. We had a significant amount of tree damage. We lost many of our heritage oaks, our largest ones, and 
other trees of various sizes down to losing a lot of our ornamentals throughout the parks. Uh, we had building and roof damage, uh, shade structures, bleachers and fencing. We had a lot of washouts from running water. Sidewalks were heaved or broken. Uh, we have repairs that are needed to boardwalks, fishing piers, playgrounds. A lot of our outdoor lighting was damaged. Uh, signs that were damaged, broken, or even downright missing, as well as irrigation damage from uprooted trees. And as I mentioned, scattered debris of all sorts. So only a slice of that, it sounds like you'd be able to see just by walking into the park and taking a look. Like a lot of that, the public may not be able to see that there's dangerous hazards by just going into the park. Correct. Trip and fall hazards, whether it's a hole, a washout, or even those broken and heaved sidewalks, overhead damage, dangling, hanging limbs that are not apparent. You're not walking, looking up all the time. Um, we had loose wires. So that's something that's not seen. Other things that weren't seen was damage to the playgrounds. Walking by, they might look fine. But we had to have a certified playground inspector come in, and the things that they found were loose or missing hardware and fasteners. Uh, they were looking for stress cracks in the structure. Uh, we found some loose panels, uh, damage to the borders and the rubberized surfacing, as well as um, loose footers from some of our playground components. And some of those footers were actually heaved out of the ground. So those things have to be addressed before we were able to open that to the public and we had to wait for vendors. And I think most playgrounds have reopened. Um, you can look on charlottecountyfl.gov slash active again, and you can see the list of parks and playgrounds that are still closed. But I mean, that is all really important because if we had overlooked that, that could have been a really dangerous situation. Very much so. But uh, we managed. We got 23 playgrounds throughout the county that had that inspection, and we um, got the things repaired as quickly as we could. There are some structures that still have closed signs or we have orange fencing around them that that is going to take a longer time to schedule and address the fixing. So you're telling me that it's not as easy as just going to the park and assessing the damage. And if it looks okay, opening it back up. There's a there's a really lengthy process here. There is a lengthy process from the planning to whether we can address it in-house or whether we have to schedule a vendor. And everyone's in the same situation that we are as far as things needing to get repaired. So sometimes we have to wait. And sometimes repairs and contractors were backed up even before the storm. So now we're dealing with, I would imagine, longer wait times. We must be on a few wait lists for things. Yes, we are. I personally haven't had a lot of problems with waiting long times, but we have uh, supply chain issues. Everybody's looking for lumber. Sometimes it's not very readily available and we'll have to wait for the next shipment to come in. So that just adds to the already long process. Correct. But we appreciate everybody's patience out there, everybody who's listening. We are working as hard as we can to safely, I think the key word here, Michelle, is safely Absolutely. reopen the park. Safety is number one, both for the public and for our personnel. What are some of the other safety hazards people may not realize when they think about us reopening the parks and work and cleaning up debris? Dog parks, for instance. Uh, going by, you think, well, it's just empty land for the dogs to run in. Well, that's not quite so. We addressed the tree damage. We pulled roots and had to fill those holes. 
But we also had a very large magnet that we drug over the entire area, and we picked up nails and screws and bits of metal, things that you would not want into your little fur baby's feet. Absolutely not. I have two of my own, and I know we've stayed away from the dog parks until they've been cleared to be clean because I don't want to be picking glass out of their paws or those vet bills are very expensive and <laughs> I don't want to have to, to deal with that. So um, thank you. Thank, thanks to your team for cleaning that up for us. And um, they are all open now or do we still have the a dog parks are open? Yes. Awesome. Michelle, anything else you want the community to know about the cleanup process or um, what's going on? What's coming next? Well, patience is still needed from the public, and we appreciate that. Um, where I said the major things have been done and a lot of our facilities are open, as my team goes through the park systematically, there's still a long checklist of things that need to be addressed, the smaller debris, uh, glass, construction materials that have been flying around. We're restaking uh, the smaller ornamental trees that we can still save. We're filling in holes, we're moving, still removing root balls from, from fallen trees, and we're resetting signs that have been damaged, replacing what we can. But it's a process. Let me ask you, do you think there's anything that we could have done better to prepare for a storm of this magnitude? Or was this something like we've never seen before and we've learned and we can only get better from here? Well, what we have done uh, in the parks is historically removed anything that could be a potential projectile, lock it down, nail it down, bring it in. Um, in the parks itself, we've removed the, the trash cans. We've locked them into the restroom buildings. So those were, were locked up. We made things as secure as possible. Um, what we could do different, we're open to suggestions. Awesome. And the feedback is always appreciated. Michelle, where's the best place to contact you? Is it through um, the Charlotte County app or should folks email you or just go to our parks website to get their questions answered? Go to the parks website to get their questions answered because that's a more comprehensive place where they could get answers. Well, thank you so much for joining us today. We'll see you next time and maybe get another update in a month or so. It was my pleasure, Brianna. Thank you. Thank you.